Hey guys, thank you for joining me today. I am looking forward to sharing today's message with you. I hope and pray that everyone is at a place where they can say it is well. But if you feel like you can't or don't want to, I pray that God will give you strength to speak it anyway. Just begin to speak hope into your life and say, it is well with my soul. God is faithful. He will see you through. With that said, let's jump into today's message. When I was a kid, we loved to play tag, hide and go seek, or war, or some kind of game that involved you being pursued or chased by someone wanting to eliminate you from the game. It is like playing football. Whoever has the ball can be assured that people from the other team are going to be chasing after them. When I was little, I was not, you know, it wasn't always fun playing those games with my brother or our older friends because they were faster than me and would always catch me. Here's a funny story about being chased. When I was a kid, my sister had a horse named Bo. And the portion of our, we had a portion of our land that he stayed in that had an electric fence around it. My sister, you know, she got Bo when he was a colt and raised him. You know, she taught him some things that were cute when he was little, but not so cute when he was full grown. Needless to say, I swear this horse thought he was a dog. Uh, well, one day, my granddad, the the same one that fell on the ladder that I had mentioned in a previous episode, went inside the fenced-in area where Bo was at. If my memory serves me correct, I believe he was warned about going in there, but that didn't stop him. And without fail, Bo thought it was time to play, I guess. And he chased my granddad across the yard And the look on his face was priceless as he made it to the fence and managed to roll under it just before Bo got to him. Y'all, I don't know if I've ever laughed so hard before in my life. We all loved my granddad more than you can imagine, but it didn't stop everyone from enjoying the show. The memory still makes me giggle to this day. But... I can remember, you know, being in the woods playing with my brother and our friends when I stepped over a log and unknowingly stepped on a black snake. I took off running because I thought it was after me. It wasn't, but I didn't look back to check. Needless to say, my brother and our friends got a laugh out of it, which was common in our family. We didn't let an opportunity uh, pass by us if we could uh, get a laugh out of it. But The next story is perhaps the funniest of all. My son, who is now grown, you know, when he was a kid, y'all, I don't know if the animals communicated or what, but I have never seen one kid get chased by multiple animals and not your typical ones either. When he was little, we had a house with a hill in the backyard and I had a rope tied to a tree at the top of the hill so it made it a little easier to climb you know, up the hill. Well, one day he was outside playing at the top of the hill. I hear him screaming and I run outside only to see him running down the hill being chased by a squirrel. A squirrel, y'all, I kid you not. Then, if that's not crazy enough, when we were at my papa's house, which is what we called my dad's dad, he had a lot of land, had chickens and all kinds of animals, you know, growing up. But... My son was outside and 
if I remember correct, he was coming to get me when I was I was out at the shop, which was also on you know on that same land, and he was coming out there to get us, and out of nowhere he gets chased by a chicken, y'all a chicken. You would have thought a rabid dog was trying to eat him alive. I mean that chicken jumped up, flapping its wings in his face. I, it was the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. I think. But I shooed that chicken away, made sure he made sure he was okay. But I promise I did not let that opportunity to laugh pass me by. Fortunately, he was not traumatized too much and turned out to be a fantastic young man. But he gave us some good laughs, that is for sure. But what do you do when you know when you feel like you can't shake what's pursuing you? When you feel like you can't escape the troubles that continue to chase after you? What do we do when they won't stop chasing us? Have you ever felt like like that? You know, like no matter what you do, the enemy pursues you. Your troubles, the things that you are running from won't let you go. They relentlessly chase after you. Only for you to find yourself between a rock and the problem that is chasing you. Or between a, a wall or something blocking you on one side and the problem closing in on you. What do you do? The answer, you let God take you through the deep water so he can drown that which pursues you, destroying the enemy and bringing you out free on the other side. That is what happened to the Israelites when they finally got a chance to be free from their oppressors, the Egyptians. God sent Moses to warn Pharaoh, and after 10 plagues, the Pharaoh finally let him go, told him to take his people and go. But before they could make it to freedom, they found themselves trapped between the Red Sea and Pharaoh's army. And you, you see, Pharaoh had a, he had a change of heart and decided he did not want to let the Israelites go after all. So he pursued them. So let me set the stage for you before I share the scripture intended for this message. The Israelites marched out following Moses and God told Moses to stop and turn back and camp by the sea. Then he told Moses what was going to happen, that he would cause the Pharaoh and his army to pursue them. But look at what Exodus 4.14 says, I will get glory over Pharaoh and all his host, and the Egyptians shall know that I am the Lord. God is letting Moses know everything is okay. It may look bad, but it's part of the plan. Just hang on. I will deliver you from that which pursues you. So God did as he told Moses and hardened the Pharaoh's heart. And the Pharaoh and his army with the horses and chariots, it, they pursued the Israelites until they, had, until they had them in sight and had them blocked in between the sea. The sea was on one side, Pharaoh's army was on the other, and Pharaoh thought he had them trapped. They're as good as caught. Exodus 14, 10 through 14 says, When Pharaoh drew near, the people of Israel lifted up their eyes, and behold, the Egyptians were marching after them, and they feared greatly. And the people of Israel cried out to the Lord. They said to Moses, Is it because there are no graves in Egypt that you, would, that you have taken us away to die in the wilderness? What have you done to us, bringing us out of Egypt? Is, it not, is this not what we said in Egypt? Leave us alone that we may serve the Egyptians. 
for it would have been better for us to serve the Egyptians than to die in the wilderness. Wow, I mean, what a defeated mindset. They would rather serve the Egyptians than trust God to set them free. I get they were afraid, and trusting God to free you from the trouble that pursues you can be nerve-wracking and may cause you to want to give in, but don't. God is so full of patience, mercy, and faithfulness and grace. Despite our lack of faith, he remains faithful. Look at what Moses says. And Moses said to the people, Fear not, stand firm, and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will work for you today. For the Egyptians whom you see today, shall you shall never see again. The Lord will fight for you. And you have only to be silent. That is such a cool passage. A rebuke mixed with encouragement followed with a promise. He is telling them, sit down and be quiet and watch what the Lord will do. He fights for you. And that problem that is pursuing you, watch what happens next. For that problem will never chase you again. So God told Moses to lift up his staff and he would part the waters and dry the ground for the Israelites to walk on and that he would cause the Egyptians to pursue them into the waters and that God would show the Egyptians that and they would know that he alone is Lord. Doesn't that make you want to stand up and shout? That is the God who fights for me and you. That is the God who says, don't worry, your enemy will have to go through me if they want to get to you. I will show them that I am Lord. Doesn't that just make your heart swell? I mean, what a mighty God we serve. Look at what God does next in Exodus 14, 19 through 20. Then the angel of God, who was going before the host of Israel, moved and went behind them. And the pillar of cloud moved from before them and stood behind them coming between the host of Egypt and the host of Israel. And there was the cloud and the darkness, and it lit up the night without one coming near the other all night. God moved and stood between the Israelites and their pursuers. And God did not let the Egyptians get near the Israelites. God is saying, do not worry. I will stand in the way. I will serve as your shield that which pursues you that which pursues you will not get past me psalm 18:2 the lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer my god my rock in whom i take refuge my shield and the horn of my salvation my stronghold god will be your shield he will stand between you and the enemy that pursues you and as he prepares the way forward. Then he will be with you as he takes you through the deep waters so that he can rid you once and for all from that which pursues you. God made a way despite the Israelites' lack of faith. God remained faithful and he led them through the waters safely and then had them watch as he destroyed their enemy right before their eyes. Sometimes God will take you through something so that he can rid you of that which pursues you. Why, you might say, why God am I out here in the deep water? And God is saying, because your enemies can't swim. 
What enemy is constantly pursuing you? Is it worry, fear, addictions, doubt, negativity, lust, sickness? Whatever it is, just know that God fights for you. When you stand firm and wait on the Lord, He will move and stand in the way as a shield blocking the enemy from getting to you. Then walk by faith through the deep water so that God can free you from your pursuer. Moses told them not to be afraid. That the Egyptians you see today, you will see no more. That problem that continues to chase you, God is saying, stand firm and do not fear. When I am through, you will see it no more. Isaiah 43, 2-3 says, When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they shall not overwhelm you. When you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned, and the flame shall not consume you. For I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. God, I am filled with such hope and peace, knowing that you are my shield, my fortress and strength. God, your people are being pursued by the enemy in so many ways. But we can take hope because your word says that you have overcome the world. You have made us more than conquerors through Jesus. Thank you that despite our lack of faith at times, you remain faithful and promise to fight for us. All we need to do is stand firm and see the salvation of the Lord. I pray that you will begin to free your people from the things that have pursued them, haunting them day after day. I ask you, Lord, to strengthen your people and help them renew their faith as they let go and stand on your promises. Destroy their enemies right before their eyes. Let them see that enemy no more. For your namesake, free your people from whatever it is that holds them back or slows them down. May we walk by faith even in the deep waters. And if we ever feel like it's too deep and we can't swim, let us remember we serve a mighty God who walks on water. So we can... So as long as we keep our eyes on him, we can do. Thank you for, the, for your word, Lord, and for the strength and encouragement it provides. May we always remember to give you all the glory and honor. Amen.